So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan all while having fun and making it a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Plan-Based Fitness Secrets Podcast, the podcast for people that want to lose weight, gain muscle and transform their health on a plant-based diet. And we are having a comeback today, a comeback session between me and Niels, uh, because Niels, our senior coach, is um, back on the show. Uh, and finally, we are able to do a podcast together again. So how have you been doing, man? I've been great, but... I'm happy to be back, happy to be united. So yeah, doing this couple solo podcasts was fun too, but um, it's always great to hear, have a conversation and provide some knowledge for the people as well. Yes, 100%. And thanks for taking over the, the show for some solo episodes because I have been on the road for the past two months and unfortunately I forgot to bring my podcast mic and I, I recorded some podcasts with my phone everything but it just made it hard to have interviews um, or guest shows so good to be back together and yeah what happened so me i mean i was on the road for two months which i didn't plan i didn't plan on being away that that much i just wanted to go away for like two weeks and then come back that's why i didn't bring my microphone but turns out that it turned into a two-month trip which included uh, pretty much bali most of the time and then i actually flew back from bali to tenerife for our client retreat, our advanced Evo clients uh, retreat that we do once a year, which uh, was super, super fun. And we're grateful that we got to do that. And that's what I wanted to maybe touch on today because um, it's it's been a few weeks ago. So we had some time to think about it. Um, but I, I think I would like to talk about what we have seen there, like what we observed with these advanced clients who are all pretty much crushing it on the health journeys and I think it might be helpful for, for you listener to, to understand and learn, okay, what are those people doing? How are they thinking um, to be successful on the journey, right? To lose weight and to actually sustain results, right? Because our advanced program evolution is all about making it stick, making it the lifestyle, making it sustainable. Um, but before we dive into that, um, what do you think about the retreat? How did it go? How was the food, the activities? Um, how was it? It was awesome. I loved it. Uh, before I get into that, I think it's also funny to say one thing I just noticed is that our lifestyles are pretty different. And I think that might also be actually like beneficial for some listeners because like you are traveling, as you just said, right? Like you uh, just starting to go somewhere, planning for two weeks and not coming back for two months uh, and like traveling the world, um, doing a business, doing great stuff and uh, growing a business, having us. But for me, it's of course pretty much the opposite a dad uh, with my son, with my dog, with my wife and being very um, sanitary is not the right word, stationary, I'd say really emerged into the coaching work, which I love, like being in the daily hustle. And I think that is also one thing why I love the podcast together as well, because it gives different perspective. I think not just for us to kind of bounce off our conversations, also for listeners. Um, yeah, but getting back to the question, how was it? It was awesome. Um, it was great. It was a great time because it's, it's a different feeling to see people that, of course, yes, I do see people on Zoom calls, right? Clients that I coach very close. Um, 
but it's still a different thing to see, look somebody in the eyes there in front of you. And um, like, it's a different connection, especially when you've been coaching somebody for our advanced stages, people that have been with us for one and a half, two years, even longer, right? Like going through evolution, maybe even going into elite. And like, you just now have that person in front of you. It's a different feeling. Yes. Yeah, it is. And it's amazing to look these people in the eye and, and just be present with them and help them in person. So what we usually do once a year is, again, we bring together our um, advanced clients. So we that's exclusive only for our advanced clients. And we come together and the goal of the retreat is to obviously work on their goals, right? Help them overcome the challenges they're currently facing because new levels bring new devils, right? So every time you evolve on your fitness journey, um, there will be new challenges. So maybe in the beginning, the challenge is to actually lose weight in the first place and you're like stuck and plateaued. Um, and then at some point you have lost the weight and you realize, okay, so now the new devil, new problem is I want to put on some muscle. I want to get stronger um, and have more performance maybe. And then the next problem arises, right? So once you realize how vegan nutrition works and how you should be doing, how you should be eating to see results, then you might be, hey, I want to eat intuitively. I want to listen to my body, not count my macros all the time. So like your devils always evolve with you. And that's what we do in the retreat. We basically look at them and help them get in the right path. We work out in person together to, to correct form and to analyze that. And we all obviously have an amazing time to different activities like kayaking. Um, we did a cacao ceremony this year, which was surprisingly good right what did you think of the cacao ceremony we did yes yeah it was great it was um i need to admit uh, that at the start i was a little skeptical i think like um i think it's good right you of course it's great to embrace things but it's also good and sometimes when you maybe are a little skeptical and like maybe have second thoughts like okay how will that be is it like for me i was a little i noticed that my thoughts were okay is that some some hippie woo woo i don't know what type of thing uh, but no it turned out to be very great like i really liked it like everybody like set an intention right in front of each other and the energies were great also the feeling afterwards was strangely great to describe it right like um i think we talked about it was a little bit of a mix of being very positively energized but at the same time very calm it was like while i was standing like uh, my heart beat pretty fast but i was very calm and relaxed and um, i think uh, from what i noticed and looking in the circle that we've been like it seems that it for everybody really touched the people too yes yeah it's been interesting right i mean i had the same thoughts uh, about the ceremony and it's, it's that's why i like doing these things because they expand your mind when you do things you've never done before um, you, you realize, hey, there's so much more I don't know, right? We, we know, yes. we don't know anything if we think about it. And that's why I love lately been trying a lot more things, like a lot more different activities, sports, um, and ways of living, like how I schedule my days, how I live my weeks, how I live my months, and just like constantly trying to learn, trying to, to see different ways of living life. So um, that's what also the retreat is about, seeing how can you push yourself, how can you grow in different ways and yeah it was so fun and again we're doing it every year so looking forward to the next one and very excited about that and also how i like or why i like retreats is because we see why these people are successful right what are they doing right how are they thinking how are they acting to see the results because people in evolution they mostly have dropped like 30 pounds 40 pounds um, or went from like skinny fat to really 
lean and shredded, so having like vast transformations. And those people are the most successful ones in, in, uh, in our program, obviously. And so we, we thought about Nils and I for this podcast to just share a few key things we've observed in this retreat uh, for the people who are successful, how they show up and what they do and how they think. And I think the first thing I can share right away is the people that showed up there, they find solutions. They are resourceful, if you want to call it that. Basically, all of them or most of them came all the way from the US, right? So they had long flights, long layovers, and just a big trip from the US to Tenerife in Spain, which is an island. And that just shows me the people that are successful, they find solutions and they're resourceful to get there, right? So it was a big flight and probably also not that cheap, but they realized, hey, I want this result. I want to keep learning, I want to keep growing. So they find ways to make it happen. So they take days off, they might save some money for the retreat and they know that what they learn there is going to help them for the rest of their life and not just, it's not just this one trip, but it's going to impact the life once and for all and then they make it happen and they don't have excuses because it's always easy to find excuses there's always other things you could be doing but if you show up to this event you don't know what could be happening you don't know what positive thing could be coming out of it uh, because if you didn't go you wouldn't be able to to see these results or to see these learnings that could be happening so i think that's the first thing i've observed and let me know if you agree um, but all of them that showed up are action takers, result-oriented people, solution-oriented people that find ways to get things done, even with busy schedules, even with high demanding jobs, because a lot of people in our program, they work long hours, they travel for work, they're managers, they're CEOs, um, they have a lot of stuff to do, but for some reason, they still find a way to make it work, right? So that's the first thing I've observed uh, when it comes to um, the most successful people that we have um, that crush it on their journey. Mm -hmm. Nice, yes. I do agree, absolutely. Action takers for sure. And also how I like to look at myself as a coach is like coach, yes, of course, is a word, but I like to look at myself as a problem solver kind of because the, like the, when you're a client, we got kind of embark on a journey together and we will face like, of course, goals and plans, but also problems together. And I'm here to solve them through my experience and through my knowledge. And that's also how the most advanced and successful clients think. And um The big one for me is also, you also just mentioned time, right? And again, that is something that the people are so busy, like they are successful in their career and they make time for these things. And sometimes you have people saying, hey, ah, like going for a walk or doing three workouts a week, I don't have time for that. And one thing I just lately thought about is like, if you use your iPhone, probably you can do the same on Android. Like I just challenged somebody lately to that is that check your iPhone and I think you just type in screen time and then it shows you how much screen time you have per week. And if you look at it, believe me, you will be shocked and you know that you have the time to work out. Um, but that's just me rambling a little. Um, one of my takeaways is that um, I also think, and I can actually even relate to that a little bit, is that they people, they also are a great example for fixed mindset versus growth mindset. I, I think a lot of listeners probably heard about that. If you don't, then I can give some Some um, yeah, differences in that is that a lot of people, I think, that would have a fixed mindset, they think, oh my God, how much is the flight? How much is the staying? How much is this? Not only that for the retreat, especially actually even one step before is, do I not invest? Because that's likely the word they won't choose, right? And how you talk to yourself matters. They likely say, do I pay for coaching? Do I have these, um, like, do I want to give the money for this and for that and for this? And the thing is that, 
I used to be like that too, because I, I kind of reflected on that in the past is I come from a very blue collar type of family. I, I always got the impression that you need to work very hard physically, especially manual labor to earn money. And then you really need to cling on to that money because otherwise you lose it. Right. Which is, couldn't be further from the truth because you should look at it as investing. And the thing is that if you have a positive growth mindset and you think I'm investing in myself and in my future self to become the best version of myself, you grow from that and you always take something from that. That helps you actually, funny enough, to likely become even more successful, whether that be then in your fitness life, in your career, because, hey, let's face it, um, a healthy, pain-free, mobile, lean, muscular, happy, functional human being will always be a better human being for your family, for your job, for everything you do, 100%. And that is also how I look at it these days. I'm happy that I was able to change my perspective, uh, perspective here is because now you know, like I'm, I'm interested in cycling. Hey, I'm not scared to reach out and invest in my health and my, my, um, like my hobby to reach out for a coach and do things, right? Because I know that it gets me one step further way earlier like and i don't want to jump over certain things but i just like to profit from benefit from some of the experience from somebody who's already been there and then i practice what he or she preaches and that is the mindset that i notice a lot of people have there as well they haven't even never mentioned a thing about ah oh, that was how much i had to spend for the flight no they have been with a fully positive attitude soaking up every second and moment there and thinking of it as investment and not spending. And that is a huge difference. And I know how it is because I've been there too. But that's something I noticed that every single of these people have been the exact same way. Wow. Yeah, I love that. Like thinking about it like an investment, not an expense. That's, I think, a huge mindset shift that would help a lot of people achieve their goals. That's how I think as well every single day. Like if I invest this time, or if I invest this money, what could be the return? And how long could I reap the benefits of this return? Right? So we talked about this before. If you learn nutrition and training once, then you'll be able to benefit from this for the rest of your life. You'll be able to understand nutrition and training until you're 80, 90 years old. So you invest that once and then you can get the return forever, pretty much. So I love that. And also want to add to that. One thing I learned from my mentor is the, the sentence that he says, it's you can't expand and contract at the same time right? So you can't be willing to grow and see results and make more money and be more successful and lose more weight while at the same time trying to like, okay, saving money and like trying to find cheaper solutions or trying to spend less time doing it, right? So you can't do both at the same time. If you want to expand, meaning if you want to grow and see results, then you need to expand everything, right? You need to expand the time you're spending on it. You need to expand the, the money you're spending on it. You need to expand the commitment you have towards it. And that's where the results are truly, truly unlocked. So um, that's what I'm experiencing right now with uh, our company as well, with the Game Changer Academy. Maybe interesting for the one or two listeners. Um, for us to keep growing, again, I can't contract. Right? I can't say now, hey, I will hire less people. I will pay my people less. So I will um, spend less on advertisement, everything. No, like I need to expand. I need to hire more people. I need to like pay people better and I need to spend more money on advertising, on content and on distribution so we can keep growing. So that's super interesting. And that's the only way for you to, to see more results by expanding your, your mindset. So love that as well. Love that takeaway uh, when it comes to investment. So maybe another thing 
I've observed is that interesting enough, these clients, they are an evolution and they have, they're so in tune with their nutrition because they have spent the time like learning it and really getting into the, the weeds, right? Learning the macros, tracking their food. So now at the retreat, no one was tracking the macros pretty much. I mean, maybe here and there, but everyone was eating intuitively and was eating the things that, that we had around. And they like didn't gain like pounds and kilos of weight after the retreat or lost all their progress. No, they knew how to navigate their nutrition. And we saw, like I saw like some people like, hey, does, does this have enough protein? Or hey, maybe I have a shake here. Or hey, let me, uh, let me take this amount on my plate. So it's like, even though they just started, I mean, it's still for some people just six months in into like the real plant-based lifestyle with doing everything right. Some people were a year in, right? But still not that much time. If you think about it, if you, if you spend like three, five or 10 years of your life gaining all the weight and gaining all these bad habits, like one year is nothing in comparison. But even though they only spend like three months or six months or one year, like in that right framework and learning the right things, they already are intuitive about it. They're already making the right choices. And it looks like it's normal for them. It's lifestyle for them. They crave moving, they crave activity. And they're asking us, hey, when do we work out? Like, can we have a one-to-one session? I want to learn more. Um, can, can we have more protein here? So they are really in tune with the lifestyle and we didn't have to like, control them or tell them rules, anything. No, like everyone knew what, what they got to do, how to navigate it while still having fun, still being present. And that's also one of the things we want to teach in Evo, like how to be more intuitive and more in tune with your choices too, but still see results at the same time. So that was very, very interesting to observe. So what it teaches me or what it showed me is that those people are just taking what they learn and then pushing themselves to actually implement it over the long term and not just do it for a quick fix, right? They're in it for the long run. They want to have the sustainable results. So they evolve their skill set. They know, okay, this was the first skill I need to learn. The next skill I need to learn is the intuitive eating to make this stick. Um, so they're also consistently um, like looking for growth and looking for, to expand more. Nice, yes. 100%. I would agree, yeah. And um, there's also one thing I think sometimes people, as I just mentioned before, is they want to kind of jump too many steps at once, right? Like, as I said, with coaching, yes, it's great to benefit from the experience from somebody, but you still can't like, um, yeah, basically just jump three steps ahead. You need to experience things firsthand yourself. That's why also we teach certain things in the advanced levels, right? Like uh, you just start and you have never really, okay, I've never really been working out. I don't really know much about macros, um, not even to mention micros and other things, right? Like maybe gut health, whatever it might be, advanced things. Then of course, I won't just start with you and say, let's do intuitive eating. Let's just say, hey, you know what? Like you just eat whatever you want and we see where it takes us. This is, you basically look at it as layers. Like we start with people with different things, different things, different. You add one layer on the other. And at some point you reach a point where you can do what our clients did, for example, on, on the evolution retreat. It's like, hey, you make, pretty good choices. You also know that you don't need to obsess here, right? We, we aren't there to obsess about every little thing and do micromanaging. We are here to have a good time to um, yeah, solve some problems if there are some or work on some goals and plans. But also what you just said, you saw that they've been really much very well navigating through things like, okay, this food um, is super delicious, but maybe very, very oily. 
maybe very carby and fatty, but not high in protein. And I saw some, for example, shout out Sean. I saw him piling up on the side down, like, okay, I need some of that. Like, I think I have some more of this to kind of balance that meal out. And what it does is it kind of also makes you feel great while you still be able to enjoy yourself and maintain your body composition goals, which is great. And which is, it takes a while. It's not just that you start and you get there. Um, but yeah, it's good to see that they also do what we um, preach, right? They practice what we preach, you could say. Yes, exactly. And yeah, the food, I mean, the food was one thing. <laughs> Definitely there was maybe some yeah, miscommunication or maybe we didn't um, yeah, talk to them enough about it, what we really are looking for. We had a lot of protein on the meals and there were like, the ingredients were the right ones, but maybe they used a bit too much oil here and there. So um, something, a bit too much oil, a bit too much fiber sometimes, um, which uh, we definitely felt right away, right? So now that we had the right approach, um, and there's always a story, Niels, I think we've told this before, where we went to LA and then we went to Whole Foods and we went to this the section where you can put together your own meals, right? And we're like super excited, like, hey, Whole Foods, like let's create like a rainbow bowl, just a lot of colors and veggies and um, then what happened is we like basically got pregnant in <laughs> two hours after eating the meal. Um, we basically <laughs> expanded a lot, but in the, in the stomach section, not, not yes. in the mind. And, uh, it was a good reminder that if once you're used to the right approach to plant-based nutrition, then you eat a very oily and high fiber meals and you feel it right away. Um, so that was that, but it was good to see how our clients navigate that and handle it. And maybe to finish off the podcast, maybe one last thing that you've observed, Niels, one more uh, thing that you've seen uh, in a retreat that really showed you that these people know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good question. So let me think a little. Um, I would say one thing that I pretty much think, I might be wrong, but I think that pretty much everybody things and lives that way already now. And that is why it's so important. And again, why it takes so much time. People use, they unfortunately think that a year would be a lot. A year is nothing on your fitness journey, nothing on your life. How much is it, right? Like um, without digressing too much, but let's just say, of course, I don't know where you're starting. You might be overweight, underweight, not fit, in pain whatsoever, but you've been likely doing this to yourself to call it that way for decades. Now, how can you think that you get rid of that, unlearn certain habits that don't serve you uh, and relearn or learn this, the new habits that serve you within a couple of months or a year? That's nothing. But to, to get to the point, like when we have people that are with us for two years, for example, this is where I really notice that habits are ingrained. Like it's not like on social media at 66 days and all those quotes that are out there because every second person these days is an awesome expert on certain things that they have never experienced or achieved themselves um, is that like it takes a long time to really make certain things a habit but what I saw is they do certain things out of a habit and not because they think it's a task achieving let's say a couple thousand steps whether it be eight nine or maybe 12 to 15 thousand steps on a day is not a task it's something that you should be wanting to do and they people they really want to like as you just said like they kind of okay, like on, with their running shoes or their shoes or whatever they had in the morning, okay, let's go for a walk. Yes, because it's something that makes me feel great because it gives me a different feeling than waking up 8.30, picking up my phone first thing, running to the coffee machine. That's a different way of life. That's habits. They have these habits down. They have never looked, I have never had the feeling that somebody's just like, 
ah, okay, yes, we do a workout because I want to work. I need to work on my physique, right? Yes, it's for my health. No, it's I want to. I'm happy actually that I can. I'm craving it. And that is definitely one other thing that I noticed is they have these habits down. Like they know these are things that we want to do and I do them because they make me feel better and let them guide by their well-being, you could say, right? Because they know already I've been now working out for 18 months, 24 months. I've been doing my steps and this or that. And now finally, you want to do these things. And it's not a task. Um, if you are there, then definitely check yourself because that's something where you also need and should work on. These things aren't tasks. They might feel like that at the beginning, but you need the help that at some point they don't feel like tasks anymore. Yes. Yes, that's huge. Actually, good, good, uh, good reminder. I forgot that, that they're like, they were excited. Everyone was out in the morning for a walk or for a run um, they I mean we we worked out a lot we had a workout and kayaking same day hike and workout same day and everyone was was loving it obviously it was exhausting at some point but um, people were not complaining they were enjoying it they were fueling their body with good food um, and one thing that you told me yesterday is and which which makes brings the point home with that workout should be fun to you that my mom, who is also in our program, told you that she was like asking herself, why is it called a workout? Like, it's something I, it's not work for me. It's something I enjoy. Uh, it should be called a joy out or like, a, <laughs> I don't know, happy out, whatever it might be, right? So why is it work if, if you enjoy it? Yes, 100%. I love that when she told that, when she said it to me, like I really love that because that's exactly the right mindset. And again, it's kind of a bit of fixed mindset and growth mindset, right? You should really look like it, like you are actually celebrating that your body is able to move in certain ways. And it's not a task to do so. Yes. Love that. Amazing. Yeah, definitely. And love the, love the takeaways and love all the, I think we had a lot of quotable things in this podcast. <laughs> uh, good some good one-liners. It's always, always awesome. And uh, hopefully you, a listener, got some takeaways for you too if you're currently on your journey. Um, we just wanted to share like what we see successful people do. And if you are currently stuck, then I would always encourage you to look at people that are successful, that have the shape and the lifestyle you want, and then look at what, what are they doing? Like, what are they doing every day? How are they thinking? How are they acting? And then just copying that. Like, it's, it's, it's as easy as that. Um, and if you have someone that you follow on social media, then um, maybe look at, do they have the same circumstances as I do? Because if you look at someone that's like a bodybuilder and is super shredded, and that's his job, like that's what he does all day. He works on maybe twice a day, maybe takes steroids. So maybe not take this person as an example, maybe take someone that also has family, like also has kids, has a demanding job and still in good shape and still lean. Then maybe look at that person and see, okay, what are they doing? How are they thinking? and apply that and then you'll be able to much easy much more easily get your results so um if you're looking for a ripped dad that's crushing it then look at Niels and you know what to do <laughs> flexing yes yes awesome cool so thanks so much for listening hope you found this helpful if you did leave us a rating and review and subscribe to the show Niels thanks for tuning in let's keep getting yeah. those gains and save the planet Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode. Again, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.